From Greenville, South Carolina, we present... Let the Bible Speak. Let the Bible Speak is the radio ministry of the Free Presbyterian Church of North America, preaching Christ in all His fullness. Welcome you to this broadcast of Let the Bible Speak, featuring messages preached by Dr. Alan Cairns, founder of Let the Bible Speak Radio Ministries. This week, Dr. Cairns continues a series of studies on the doctrine of the Holy Spirit. We'll hear from Dr. Cairns in just a few minutes. First of all, we invite you to enjoy this devotional thought from the pen of Charles Haddon Spurgeon, found in his collection called Faith's Checkbook. Devotional thought for today is blessing in the city. The text is Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 2 and 3. If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, blessed shalt thou be in the city. The city is full of care, and he who has to go there from day to day finds it to be a place of great wear and tear. It is full of noise and stir and bustle and sore travail. Many are its temptations, losses, and worries. But to go there with the divine blessing takes off the edge of its difficulty. To remain there with that blessing is to find pleasure in its duties and strength equal to its demands. A blessing in the city may not make us great, but it will keep us good. It may not make us rich, but it will preserve us honest Whether we are porters or clerks or managers or merchants or magistrates, the city will afford us opportunities for usefulness. It is good fishing where there are shoals of fish, and it is hopeful to work for our Lord amid the thronging crowds. Oh, we might prefer the quiet of a country life, but if called to town, we may certainly prefer it because there is room for our energies. Today, Let us expect good things because of this promise, and let our care be to have an open ear to the voice of the Lord and a ready hand to execute His bidding. Obedience brings the blessing. In keeping His commandments, there is great reward. Thou callest, I gladly obey. Only direct me, and I'll find thy way. Teach me the mission appointed for me. What is my labor, and where it shall be? Master. I'm 
take up the cross, willing to suffer reproaches and loss, willing to follow if thou wilt but lead, only support me with grace in my need, Master. In this day of many uncertainties, the political unrest, widespread violence, and moral confusion, people are asking, what is it all about? What does life mean, or does it have any meaning? Thankfully, there is one place where despairing men, women, and young people can find the answers to those questions, the Holy Bible, God's inspired, inerrant word. The Apostle Paul, speaking of the gospel, wrote, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed. He was referring to the righteousness that God gives to sinners on the basis of Christ's death on the cross. A medical doctor who found life's answer in Christ has written a brief summary of the central teaching of the Bible in a booklet called The Meaning of Life and the Love of God. In a few clearly written pages, he explains how sinners can find forgiveness and redemption in God's blessed Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. For a free copy of The Meaning of Life and the Love of God, simply email info at faithfpc.org. That's info at faithfpc.org. If you wish, you may call us at 864-244-2408. That's 864-244-2408. If you prefer regular mail, simply write, Let the Bible Speak. 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. That's Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. Just ask for your copy of The Meaning of Life and the Love of God, and we'll be happy to provide it.
For many weeks, Dr. Cairns has been preaching a series of messages on the person and work of the Holy Spirit. Today he comes to a subject which has perplexed many of God's people through the years. It is the matter of the leading of the Holy Spirit. There is much confusion and misinformation about this issue, something which is of vital importance to every sincere Christian. In the course of this message, Dr. Cairns will seek to dispel wrong notions about the Spirit's leading, as well as to provide scriptural answers to the question, How can I know God's will? Now Dr. Cairns will introduce this message, The Leading of the Spirit. Now we're reading this morning in the book of Romans, chapter 8. The book of Romans, chapter 8, continuing with our studies in the person and work of the Holy Spirit of God. Romans chapter 8. We read from verse 6. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. It is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his Spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh, for if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. Finishing the reading at verse 17, the Lord will add his blessing to the reading of his word. This morning I want to draw your attention to the 14th verse of Romans chapter 8. And we'll also be looking a little at John 16 and verse 13. John 16 and 13 says, Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. Romans 8.14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. 
as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. <clears throat> the leading of the Spirit is a subject which, for most Christians, is both confused and totally confusing. Conflicting opinions are championed with great zeal by differing groups, each one sure of its own ideas. On the one extreme you have those of the charismatic persuasion who claim direct divine revelations where God will give light straight from heaven, sometimes in a physical sense, where God will give voices and visions in addition to and sometimes even in defiance of the scriptures of truth. Then there are others who won't go quite that far, but yet they evaluate the whole matter of the leading of the Spirit by such things as hunches and feelings and circumstances and some things that they perceive to be signs from the Lord. Still other people, and this is true of very, very many evangelicals and fundamentalists, will use the Bible much in a way that a fortune teller uses a crystal ball. And they will just open the Bible and drop their finger on a text. Very often they will spiritualize that text to mean something uh, that uh, neither the human writer nor the divine author ever intended as a primary meaning or even as any sort of a legitimate application. And then there are others who go to the other extreme entirely and they virtually deny any guidance for the Christian at all. Some years ago, when there was a book published on the subject of uh, decision-making and the will of God, I referred to these people as the evangelical deists, who believe that God has saved his people, and he has set them in motion, he has wound them up like a clock, and it's up to them to make all the decisions. And there is no such thing as guidance whatsoever in any providential way in the decisions and the circumstances of life. Now, obviously, all these conflicting opinions lead to great confusion. The question is, what saith the Scripture? And even, you know, in asking that question, we've got to be very careful, because we are not living in the period of the writing of Scripture. We are not living in the midst of that great movement whereby the Holy Spirit in an inspiring way was giving new revelation. So we have got to be very careful for we cannot simply take the supernatural interventions of the Holy Spirit in the lives of the vehicles of divine revelation and apply them to ourselves. In other words, we cannot say that because God did something for Moses, 
or something for Elijah or something for Paul, that it is scriptural that he will do exactly the same thing in our day. For instance, we take the case of Philip, who was guided directly by the Lord to go down to meet with a man who needed Christ. And the Ethiopian eunuch was saved as the result of that divine revelation. Now, as soon as Philip had dealt with the Ethiopian eunuch, the Lord took him bodily and placed him at Azotus. On the way down, he traveled. On the way back, God transported him miraculously. Now, that was guidance of the very highest caliber. But because it's in the Bible, does not say that it is the guidance that we can expect to have today. So, when we say what saith the Scriptures, we have got to look very discerningly to understand the mind of the Spirit as to what was miraculous and temporary and what is of lasting significance for the people of God. Now, when I turn to the subject of the leading of the Spirit in the Bible, I find that in the midst of all the claims that are being made, and all the counterclaims, there is something that seems to escape the attention of most of the controversial speakers in this land. In fact, most of what is said on the subject of divine leading misses the very basic aspects of what the Bible is teaching on the leading of the Spirit of God. And so many Christians are so intent on finding some esoteric experience whereby they know a light from heaven uh, to show them uh, sometimes what parking place to have and uh, various other things in individual life, that they're missing the real matter of this being led by the Spirit of God. Now, we have read in Romans 8, 14, and I want us to think of this text today particularly, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And I want us very simply to think of the substance and the significance of the leading of the Spirit of God. Now, thinking of the substance of this leading, there are three vital words that I'm going to be using this morning. These are the things in connection with which the Spirit of God leads us. And the order of these words is important. You get the order mixed up, you'll end up going into fanaticism and probably into heresy. The three words are God's Word, God's Way, and God's Will. God's Word, God's Way, and God's Will. Now the first thing we've got to say then is that the Holy Ghost leads a Christian into God's Word. And he leads him thereafter according to God's Word. 
We read in in John 16 and verse 13, When he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, or literally into all the truth. Notice the title of the Holy Ghost. He is the Spirit of truth. He is the author of this book of truth. He is the revealer of the Christ who said, I am the truth. And it is the primary task of the Spirit of God to lead Christians into the Bible. Now let me emphasize that. Most people who are claiming to be led hither and thither into this decision and that decision by the Spirit of God are greatly ignorant of that book. Now I'm going to make a very sweeping statement today and it's going to tramp on some people's pet corns and instead of apologizing I am going to say glory to God. And the statement is this, that if the Lord is not leading you into a knowledge of the Bible, then the Lord is not leading you at all. When you get this down, you will realize that this business of making a decision, walking an aisle, signing a card, putting up your hand to join the church, and that makes you a Christian, and you never again have an interest in the Bible. You never come to know anything of the Bible. There is no heart desire for the Bible. There is no getting into the Bible. Those things, decisions, etc., are the counterfeits of true Christianity, and you have the evidence solid evidence of the absence of the leading of the Spirit of God. Now you can tell me you've got visions. I want to tell you they're not of God. You can tell me you hear voices. They're of the devil or of your own overwrought imagination. You can tell me that you've had wonderful experiences. But I tell you today in the name of Jesus Christ and in the authority of that word that the very first action of the leading Spirit of God is to lead you to the book of God. And if he hasn't led you into Scripture, then he isn't leading you at all. Not only does he lead you to the Scripture, to give an understanding of the gospel, and I'm being deliberately brief in that, for I've spent the last two Sunday mornings dealing with the Holy Ghost, really, and the mind of the Christian and how he illuminates him, etc. Not only does he lead you to the book and lead you to the Christ who is at the heart of the book and leads you into an understanding of the gospel, not only does he anoint you to give you a mind to receive the word of God, but having done so, he leads you in your life in accordance with this Bible. The spirit of truth leads according to the word of truth. You 
been listening to Let the Bible Speak, the radio ministry of the Free Presbyterian Church of North America. We hope you've enjoyed and benefited from today's program. We're here as your servants for Christ's sake. If we can be of any further help to you in the things of the Lord, we invite you to contact us. Our mailing address is Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. That's Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. If you wish, you may call us at 1-864-244-2408. That's 1-864-244-2408. Our email address is info at faithfpc.org. That's info at faithfpc.org. If you would like to learn more about the Free Presbyterian Church of North America, we invite you to visit our website, www.fpcna.org. That's www.fpcna.org. This is Charles Kelsch saying thank you for listening and inviting you to join us again as we Let the Bible Speak. (music) 